This feature presentation has been presented in glorious fuck around. Interlida izquierda la reformó frare puntas. What has happened to me? What will become of me, dear pussy? Can you translate? I couldn't really hear it. <laughs> Hold on a second. I don't want to hear it again. It's just... Ladies and gentlemen, here we are. Welcome to the latest Chud Podcast. My name is Nick Nunziata. I've got Mr. Justin Waddell and Steve Murphy with me. Steve, how are you doing? I'm doing amazing. It's great to be back after all this time. Justin? How are you guys doing? Hey. So, uh, you know, it's it, this show is like one of the, probably one of the longest running podcasts on the internet at this point. Easily. Right. We're dominant. We've, we've managed to be, to start with like a very limited amount of listeners and maintain. So... Here's the thing. We were one of the probably one of the longest running, right? However, if you started a podcast six months ago, you'd probably have more podcasts than we've. we've no, done. we were we're in the eighties or something like that. No. then who cares? They're yeah, boring. A bunch of boring people. Yeah, who ours, they listen to a bunch I would of boring. Take this that long. We didn't start in the eighties. I would. I would take. Yeah, we're. I mean, I'm saying we're near like we're in like the eightieth or ninetieth podcast. We're up there somewhere. No way. Yep. Um, Some of them don't count. Some every one of them counts, except for the Oscar ones, which are interminable. Um, we are, are recording this on Tuesday, the week that Star Trek comes out. Star Trek Into Darkness. Oh yeah. So yeah, I don't know what else comes out. I don't know what you're gonna gonna put up against Star Trek. That'll be the number one. That looks that's gonna take down Iron Man three. It's gonna take down um, Great Gatsby. Great Gatsby, which did pretty well. Did very well. Yeah, like fifty something like yeah. that. Yeah. Did you see it? You were very excited about that. I was movie. excited about it, and then something happened, and I became instantly not excited about it. Right. Did you saw, you saw the trailer? No, the trailer was good. Mm. I got tired of the trailer. Yeah. There's a lot. Of, like, I got. I think they've overplayed quite a few trailers so far this year. Oblivion, they way, way overdid. Okay, what else? The Great Gatsby. And? That's all I got. And, and oh, well, the wedding <coughs> party. No, the wedding movie that came out, the Nero in it? With Billy Crystal, oh God, no, that was the parents one, the grandparents one. But De Niro's got a movie in theaters currently with Diane Keaton. The wedding, something about the wedding, looks like a fucking um, tragedy. He finally his agent woke up and got him something good. He was he got nominated last year, right? Silver, Silver Linings. Oh, so. He was pretty good in it. I mean, he was he was fine. He was, but he the the thing is that he was in a pretty good movie. It wasn't that. He was like my, one of the least exemplary performances in that movie. Yeah, for sure. He's just being silly De Niro. Being a what? A, He's got nothing wasn't left. Wasn't he I a mean, Pittsburgh Pirates Steelers fan or something? No, it was the... the um, it was a football team. Yeah, it was... Uh, the Giants? No. He was obsessed with a football team. Right. No, I'll think of it. Was it the Miami Dolphins? No. Well, fuck it. It was dumb. Eagles, was, the Eagles. Stupid. Um, he, uh, Glenn Fry, quarterback, mm-hmm. uh, Joe Walsh, yep, halfback. Mm-hmm. Keep going. You got, you got to know at least Donald, Donald fucking <laughs> <laughs> the drummer, Don Henley. Don Henley. That's what I'm thinking of. Donald. Don Henley is a kicker. Oh yes, he is. Um, the other guitarist, Don. Yeah, other guitarists. Mammon. Don Felder. So, uh, 
De Niro, though, let's talk about this. I, I've talked about it in past podcasts. There's nothing we haven't he's, discussed. At he this is. Point. There's nothing. He's got nothing left. I mean, it, that's it, not true. This, there's nothing left. He's got nothing in terms of. He just is not. If something happened, like Gary Busey got in like a motorcycle accident and messed his head up a little bit. A little bit. He was. So De Niro kind of went through the same thing, but he didn't have an accident. He just kind of. I don't know what happened. He started liking money or something, or he just got bored. I don't know. De Niro says he didn't want to work with him. He's boring. Let's just face it. I don't know what happened to him. He was great in like Midnight Run. But that was. <laughs> Let's go. He was ago. great in Copland, for Christ's sakes. He wasn't that great in Copland. He was great in Copland. He was fine in Copland. He's on the verge of becoming what we know De Niro to be right now. And that was the uh, that was the feature film about the police's drummer, right? <laughs> Directed by James Mangold of is, the Wolverine fame. He is James Mangold's going strong. He's uh, yeah. What was his last movie that he did? Because he's been working very. Consistently. He's done some weird movies. Nothing great. He's done some weird shit. He did Girl Interrupted. Yeah. Featuring the now reconstructed Angelina Jolie. He did. Um, he did Copland. Copland. He did. He did quite a few things. Um, he had a he, couple of misfires. And he's and he they put him on Wolverine. And he's kind of one of those like work. Oh, he did uh, Walk the Line. Yeah. A big hit. Mm-hmm. So he but he's one of those guys. That it's kind of like his material overshadows him. Like he doesn't he's not. He doesn't have a voice. It's not that interesting. He's not like a DJ Caruso. He really is Caruso. taking the Wolverine movie very seriously. That's like, he must think of it as his big moment because he's talking about his approach a lot. The Wolverine. God, it looks fucking dumb. <laughs> it looks a little bit dire. I'm more excited about um, X-Men the X-Men, the one that they're... Days yeah. of Future Past. Uh, because yeah. you got to see a photo recently of Wolverine walking in a hallway with uh, the Beast. They didn't bring Kelsey Grammer back. They did not. They brought... Nicholas Holt back right but they're bringing the different incarnations of the other characters back they're bringing two uh, young and old uh, Professor X young and old Magneto McAvoy but why not why not young and old Kelsey Grammer he's probably busy he's in he's probably busy being cancelled with Boss well he's in Transformers the new Transformers Kelsey Grammer Mm -hmm. what does he play playing Beast no but he really is like he really is uh, in that he's playing like the the bad guy, the non-robotic bad guy. Thank you for telling me he's not playing fucking robot. <laughs> well, he could do a voice. I mean, he could be a pretty good voice of yeah. a villain. Uh, have you seen anything lately, Steve? It's the stupidest question. He's actually, no. no, just to put a pause on that, he, his character, he's playing Fraser Crane, actually a, a crane. Uh, that's what he transforms into? Yes, okay. I'm out. I haven't been to the cinemas in years. Have you seen anything on home video lately? Um, Make sure it's still turned on. I'm out. Home video. Of good ideas. What did I see on home video last? Playing a crane. There's nothing more exciting on a podcast than listening to somebody think. Gee. I don't have the faintest idea. Have you watched any television of interest lately? No. All right. Uh, My ancient alien season's over. So what else is there? Have you watched the Bates Motel? I saw the pilot, and I liked it. I just Oh, it takes place in a plane? Yes. How's Vera's bush in it? <laughs> he, a little bit of, there's a little Oedipal uh, thing going on in that I'd show. I'd be an Oedipal, she, too, if she was my mom. Oh, man. She is she is quite a talented lady, I have to say. I like her in a lot of stuff. Yeah, she's great. She's, she, um, she is very unsung in The Departed. She really she's great. does some great work in that she movie. She does. She was the Martin Sheen, right? She's really good in that. She's really good in everything, honestly. I forgot. That's the thing about that movie. I remember everything very clearly, but Martin Sheen lives, right? I can't. Is that what? 
He's good, right? He's good at the end. He's fine. <laughs> he's fine. Well, you know what's funny is like he landed on a pillow. It'd be great if it. And then the car drove over pillow on top post, of him. The post credit scene is Martin Sheen in a like a full body cast. <laughs> I remembered. What? I have remembered what the last thing I saw on home video. And <laughs> home video. You have to promise not to judge me. It was Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters. That's a good movie. I saw in the theater. I like that movie. With Nick, I think. I liked it. I actually liked it. What do you think, Steve? It was dog shit. <laughs> it's not on video yet. Yes, it is. It's not on video it's yet. Not. Well, I saw it's it. It's about to be released on video. <laughs> well, I saw it on video. Yeah. I saw it on home video. It's not dog shit. It's fun. It's, it was so bad. Well, I mean, it wasn't even fun bad. You're not allowed to steal a movie and then rip it. You have to well, steal I didn't it mean and say to. you I love well, it. Well, let me say, I actually did not mean to steal this one. I, I thought it was legit. <laughs> he went to the red box, <laughs> carved a hole in the back, and traveled through time. I went to the theater. How did you? How, wait, theater. you thought you were running a legit movie? Did you go to some pirate the, website no, no, and get someone the, money? No, here, no, here's the funny part of this whole story. <laughs> yeah. Since you're stealing movies, you could steal any movie, yeah. and that's the movie he stole. <laughs> <laughs> like he could watch anything. Well, I didn't think anyone would. I notice. thought that movie was kind of fun. Actually. It is fun. It was, it's terrible. It, it's, and they're it's, doing a sequel. It isn't I believe. even yep. fun. It's not yep. good fun. It is kind of good fun. It's a. It's a. I thought it was kind of a, a inventive, crazy movie. Like who not directed great, that? But I don't know. Oh, some new guy. Right. 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 Um, James Mangold and I liked uh, the leads. I, I thought, the, especially Gemma. Gemma. She was Gemma Atherton. She was great. And Famke, Famke was awesome. Famke was great. She's great. I don't know. I found no joy in it. It was just joy. So Bahar? Steal, there was no. It's like so. Let's say you go. So disinteresting. This is what I'm thinking. You go to the store. You uh, snag. Uh, you steal a Snickers. Yeah. You go outside and eat, and you go. Yeah. Not good. It's not not worth and then he finds out that Snickers isn't coming to the store in, for another few weeks. So how did that, that, my bad? Back, how did you think that you legitimately watched this movie? I don't remember. Exactly. And and uh, it was you're, it was just, you you're know, not on the stand. We were not uh, how big of a screen did you watch this on? Uh, Forty-two inch. Okay, so you watched it on a real TV. Because that would be the ultimate insult. To this I didn't watch is, on the, the monitor. I I don't do that. I have standards. That's stealing. You're right. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, this is the first time it's ever happened. So that, I, you, that you thought you were watching a movie that you didn't steal? Yeah. That's the first time? Yep. Yeah, I thought it was I thought it was legit. Steve went to the bank. He went to the bank and heisted it and said, no, it's not stealing. I'm actually going to deposit this money here tomorrow. So I'll be back. So you didn't like it. What else have you uh, seen? No, that was the last. It, that thing took I... him a lot of thought just to get that one. Out. Yeah. Why did you, why did you watch that movie? Were you interested in it? Because you do tend to like movies or try to. No, seek, I. I you um, seek out movies with witches in them. You saw uh, the Nicolas Cage witch movie. Oh, uh, the witch. Um, season of the witch. In yeah, fact, yeah, season I will witch. guarantee. Which I actually liked some of it. I bet you money that if you went back and tracked every witch movie in the last five years, every movie that he had hasn't a witch, seen beautiful creatures yet, though, he will. I have, a, I have an extra is that a, copy. Is that a witch movie? Yeah. yeah have you not seen that? No. It's, oh, it's available on your version of home video. Is it real? Yeah. I wouldn't know what to do. I have a copy of it here that you could actually take if you want. Well, yeah. I, I watched uh, Hansel and Gretel because... Um, Where's the fun in that for Steve? <laughs> I could pretend like I wanted to keep it. <laughs> <laughs> you would take it acting classes? Or? I'll return it to you. Uh, no, uh, the wife wanted to watch it. Oh, she did? Yeah, she liked it? Uh, your wife is cool. She hated it. it. Yeah, she didn't like it at all. I actually made her finish the film because it was only like an hour and ten minutes. It was very short. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe maybe the joyless stuff was happening on the other side of the screen. It's possible. You know, we were tired when we saw it. 
There was no booze in the house left. Well, I mean, maybe you guys gotta stop being such critics and just learn to love. No, no, no. There's no more. There's no more film criticism left in me. That's legitimate. So now, when I see a film, <laughs> was there? Well, I, ever? Yeah, they may not have been ever, but <laughs> you it, need to tell yourself less, this right now. No, <laughs> it's even less so. It takes me a long time to catch up on things. I know it does. So even now, it's less so. Like I can watch something now, and, and I, I, I'm looking at different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, it turns out I was looking at Ansel and Gretel, and it <laughs> was a nightmare. It, was it is fun. so bad. Was who was fun. the bad guy in that? There was like a, an asshole. Well, Stormare was in it for a minute. There's somebody else who was like in town. Yeah, uh, she's the uh, big, yeah, she's the like big bad, but the, the music, a, the music was uh, one of Hans Zimmer's proteges trying to do a Danny Elfman score. It was just so awful. It did have a Sam Raimi esque vibe to so it. So awful. You know that I'll say this about that movie. I thought it was a little bit. Um, it was gory too, wasn't it? Yeah, but I thought it was a little bit but it rough was around bad the edges. Gore. That's what I'll say. Rough around the edges, but I, I still appreciated the kind of cartoony aspect of it. And I thought there was some inventive, inventiveness. To That's how it, I felt I about it. it. Might get loud. But I thought, oh, the it was rough around the edges. Um, I don't know. It's just poorly done. I thought it that they spent the entire film walking around winking at you, like, hey, look at look how cute we are. We're gonna cut someone's head off, but it's bad gore. It's bad CGI. They didn't even do decent enough yeah, practical. Hot, hot, hot redhead, right? Hot full. And there a cute redhead who takes her clothes off in it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The pool scene. She yeah. doesn't live. Remember, she she does she's, not. She's up in Hansel's. And that's the best part of the film. Turns out she's a witch too, right? She gets in the pool yeah. with Jeremy. I'm talking about, yeah, it's pretty. It's all right. He's I mean, good. it's not I, great. It's an it's a, it's an. He oh. was good. I like him a lot. It, Did you see the last Bourne movie? Yeah, I saw it with you, and I love. I saw yeah, it twice. A, I loved movie. it. Yeah. I absolutely loved it. Um. Okay. So you, see, he sees every movie with witches in them. Did I you, saw that in the theater that, that I actually broke into? I saw it with you. Yeah, Renner. Remember? That's a, a Renner connection. I guess. Yeah, that's why I was thinking of. How's it. Renner doing? You think he's he's okay? You think he's gonna keep going? I think he's actually best suited not being a leading man. He's gonna peak. You think he's peaked? Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, like, and head. And they're gonna else? they're gonna do more Bourne movies, right? But they might get Matt Damon back involved. I think it would be amazing if if they found a way to get Gilroy back and have him patch things with Damon and have both characters in it because those guys together would be excellent. Well, Gilroy and Damon have a little bit of a feud. feud. Yeah, yeah. Well, they yeah, need Greengrass back. They don't need Gilroy back. I think Gilroy's better. No. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Fuck that! No, 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 no. No, Greengrass. Gilroy. Greengrass is great, but honestly, um, Gilroy's style. I, I, Greengrass is a better filmmaker, yeah. but Gilroy's style is more um, coherent. I think um, he's also got a. The best Bourne movie was the third one, I think. For second sure. one. Oh no, the third one was amazing. Who was the villain in this? In the third one, Kelsey Grammer. No, which is the one with uh, Carl Urban? That was two, right? Yeah, he didn't. That was the better long. one. First one had Clive Owen. And uh, some other guys. And the third one had, I don't remember. There was another hard ass that he fought up. He was uh, he was physical. Could it be anything more boring than talking about the Bourne films? Yeah, probably. What a big bag of dullness. It, oh, my God. Hmm. He's done with the bump. When are we going to talk about that eel cage that's over there? <laughs> um, it's Nicholas's brother. Are you excited uh, uh, even though Steve, this is all figurative. I know that you're excited about Star Trek, but this summer we have actually like Thor and uh, Star Trek and Pacific Rim, and it's hard to get excited about Thor, right? Not me. I no, love I'm it. Very, I'm very excited about. It. Really? Yep. I love the first. Well, I, I love. It might I love be good. I mean, it's got one. that guy. That does, he's from the Game of Thrones. Right? Alan Taylor or whatever. Yeah. Not only that, the first film was a blast. Yeah. And this looks like it was fun. bigger, more. Yeah. And there's this bizarre obelisk. 
I'm still cutting not through towns. excited about it though. But I, I, I yeah, but it's hard to be excited about it. You don't like you don't like those movies that much. Like what like superhero the, films? Yeah, I like just like the kind of That's a big second film. tier Marvel stuff. I was a big fun, fan of Avengers. Well, how do you not? It's, it's almost perfect. It's just, uh, I saw the latest Iron Man film. I liked it quite a bit. Yeah, it was real good. I saw um, Daredevil. The latest Daredevil movie I thought was great. Glad yeah. Ben Affleck came back. By the way, I saw To the Wonder. <laughs> to the Wonder. Oh. Ugh. Malik? Yeah. With a f- Affleck. Affleck and, and Olga Klaryanko and uh, one other girl. <coughs> that movie came in one. It was fuck. It's bad, huh? It was I lo- I really liked uh, his um, the one before. Tree of Life was great. I really liked it. Yeah, movie. it was very good. I was surprised I liked it that much. The whole movie was Affleck like, silently staring. He's such a bad actor. He's not a bad actor. Yes, he's, he is. Hmm. He's so bad. Like even in Argo, they had, my favorite part of Argo, which I didn't like, was uh, was when he's sulking in his hotel room. He drinks all night. It's like the perfect uh, Are you talking about of Ben Affleck. I don't remember. It's like he's just you know his like loner, drunk, half beard, seventies hair. Just like feeling sorry for himself, can't do it, can't do it. But then all of a sudden, can do it. He that movie's not that good. I do you it's, guys agree? I I like Steve, it. Steve, you stole um, it. I didn't. See, it's almost. <laughs> I didn't see it at all. It's almost really good, but uh, there's no good, really great performance in it. Mm-mm. But and and the little chase element at the end is kind of tacked on, yeah, which just, actually didn't really happen. Why apparently. do you think it got so much heat? They just sold it really well. It was sold well, and honestly, I think it was a safe, smart movie. Because there's like so few of, movies like that now. That that are that are get that kind of a release, you know. That right. I think, if you're competent, you get extra points. I think it kind of sucks that he did it because I think his other two movies were good. Every movie he's done has been good so far. I don't think Argo's good. I think Argo's kind of bad. But, but the world disagrees with you. I think Argo's like, it's just kind of a wannabe movie. It's not, and it's not interesting, and it's just, it just wants to be important, and it's not. I, maybe it, it got all that cachet because it was kind of felt like. You know, it starts in America. It goes, you know, it, like it's it got a great a world, cast. Yeah, it's like it's a kind of an epic sounding film. But when you watch it, it's not. It's not. It's, it, I think it's I think it's got good actors. It's a big cast. It's more fun than I expected it to be because it's more playful at times. And I think that the, the hostages are awesome. Yeah. And you got Tate Donovan in there, too. Don't forget that. You got Tate Donovan. You got Scoot. Whatever. His McNary. Name. You got fucking. Oh, another movie. I saw ultra. Recently. You got extra Farhead McGovern. I saw Killing Them Softly. That's good. I don't think it was that good. It's good. It's it's Short. it's disjointed. Yeah. And this and and the Gandal- Gandolfini. I wish there was a little bit more work done on that character. But yeah. Pitt's great in that movie. I have to say, I'm noticing a, a, a new I'm pattern. Not negative. I'm noticing a new pattern. Yeah, you, yeah. You're finding less and less things to like about films and life. Perhaps you should join me. Just give it up. Go watch Season of the Witch and. Hansel oh, and Gretel. I probably would like Season of the Witch. I never did see it though. I'm not saying my taste is good, but I did. I did no, not no, enjoy. No Argo. one's going to criticize your taste. It's purely a personal choice. Right. It but, gets to a point though where it crosses yeah. over to being a public choice. <laughs> well, at what point does it become a public choice? What's a What's a good movie that I've seen? Like, well, I, I don't like. know, but everything has been. Oh, you, you didn't seen, like it. Did you see Dread? No, I didn't. Oh, it's, I love that movie. You can't use that as the shining example. But I'm trying to think of it's movies good. Like it's not this. great. I think it's pretty it's good. good. It's pretty great. Almost great. It's good. I really like it. I think it's... It would have been better great. without Olivia Thirlby's character. No, I disagree. I liked her in it. It's pretty good. Steve, you should watch that because I think there's a chance you might like it. I mean, I had a chance to see it. 
Well, yeah, yeah, it's probably been available on the BitTorrent threads. For I don't a long do. Time. I, I don't do that. No. No. Have you told yourself that? No, I, I really do not do that. <laughs> how did you? How did you see <laughs> the, that movie? The the hunt. The I'll tell you one day, but it's not. It's not through. It's Hansel not through. And it's not through torrents. You tell me one day. Yeah, I mean, it was an accident. I, <laughs> let me get one thing straight here. The article that he wrote was 100% correct. Right. I, I agreed everything you said. I do not do that. Mm-hmm. I do not do that. Um, he goes. He goes. He rents his movies off of Netflix. Dot crack edu. Maybe it's. Is it? Did you buy it? Is it from those website, like PlayStation or something? That that, that sometimes they'll have a pre DVD. You can watch it now. Is that what you? <laughs> no. Pre DVD. No. Do you th- do you think those companies, if they're in the best interest of He'll succeeding, tell me someday? Do you think um, if <laughs> it's in the best interest of a company premiering, um, like trying to show off a new feature, that they would use Hansel and Gretel as like one of their oh, flagship? Yes. Well, that's a movie that's gonna be that's gonna stand the test of time, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. You know what, Hansel and Gretel? I haven't seen the other movie, but I guarantee Hansel and Gretel blows Jack the Giant Killer away. Or Giant Slayer, whatever. Because that looked like... No, no. When's that coming out? I can't wait to see it. Nope. 3D, you McGregor. Did you see Jack Reacher yet? E, no. You should watch the shit out of I that. I can't it's stand a- Tom Cruise. How am I going to like that? Did it's- you see Jack the Giant Reacher? Yes, I saw that one. I accidentally saw that. Mm, it's good. Um, I don't... Well, yeah. You I'd, might change your mind then, because Cruise was pretty good in Jack Reacher. It's very good. Uh, I have right. to wait for home video. Is it available on home video? It's actually officially available right. on home well, video. Well, then I will go. We will watch it the next time we do the podcast in about eight years. Tell Carrie there's a witch in it. Well, she loves the books, but she, Jack hates, she hates him. Tom Cruise almost qualifies as a witch, really. Yeah. Well, she she really likes the books, and she's afraid of it because he doesn't fit he, the mold. He, and she's yeah, got this preconceived notion of the character. He, he has a nice wardrobe, and he's a lientologist, so you're right. Well, she, you might be a pleasantly surprised. He plays Tom Cruise. No, he really? doesn't. He plays Jack Reacher. <laughs> he plays Tom Cruise, but that's okay. I liked him in it. Um, have you watched Have you watched Game of Thrones still? No. <sighs> I don't have HBO. Did that ever stop you <laughs> in the fucking past? Yes. You never had HBO, and somehow you watched Game of Thrones. No. What do you... Okay, I need to know. What happens when you get home from work? What do you, he'll, he'll tell you someday. What do you do? Uh, we have di- it's, it's extremely boring because I get home so late now. I I get home, um, we have barely enough time to eat dinner. Okay. We put the baby in bed. That takes baby. She's two, so that takes about an hour there. And by the time she's in bed, it's almost, it's seven, and we eat dinner. We watch our stories. Uh, I know what happens. Now. Yeah. What are your stories? It's all cooking shows and uh, ancient aliens. But now it's gone. I've got nothing else to watch now. Um, well, at least that you don't know any people that have recommended. Dozens and dozens of. He caught up. Yeah, but we're bit. not. Here's the thing, though. We're not going to sit around and watch something intense because it's all. Ri- that's why we watch those dopey shows, so that we don't have to pay attention to them. You can turn your mind off because it's just day. I don't know. It's just been a long day for both of us, and we don't want to watch The Shield or. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I'd love Veep. I'm sure I would absolutely love it. But that's something I'll have to watch on my own at work. <laughs> <laughs> cutting edge the shield Legit. Like, well I don't know I watch what's the, what's the Nick last? I cannot I don't have time <laughs> for Barney Miller that. are you going to watch that new uh, shield show the Avengers <laughs> anyway it, see yeah, we just watch silly stuff and then you know just go to bed play play a little bit of uh, MLB to show 
get pissed off when I strike out four times in a row and then go to bed and then repeat. It's actually, it, I don't know, it, it's boring for everybody else, but it's, you know, we we like it. It's it's our routine. It's it's temporary. It's all temporary. We'll all be temporary. dead soon, won't we? But no, it, it's all temporary until we can, um, until things change in terms of, you know, the daughter getting older and my hours becoming more human. Accusing, I don't know. No one, accusing wants you. Yeah, no one wants to hear that. But that's that's. We're not trying to accuse you of not watching dumb shows. I mean, you have to watch TV shows, but yeah. But that's why maybe that's why we don't watch so-called important TV, and that's why we don't you know we don't have time for movies. We can't sit through them half the time. Uh, Hansel and Gretel was an hour and t- I mean things have changed. I cannot believe. I, I can't believe it. I used to hate. Uh, I mean, I used to love long films like Kingdom of Heaven. I could watch it like all day, and now I I still think it's a brilliant film. But I, you know, I'll try to watch it. and I'll make it. 30 minutes in and I'm uh, going to sleep. No, I just, uh, I don't know. Just switch it off. I'm just using that as an example because I tried that recently. So, no, I haven't seen Game of Thrones at all. Um, I actually didn't like the second season at all. So, I, I don't Great. really care. How? <laughs> I love it. That's huh? okay. That's okay. I uh, j- Just so you know. I didn't uh, even finish Boardwalk. Uh, Johnny Mac uh, bought me the first season of Sunny in Philadelphia as a treat. Did you like it? It was pretty good. So I got the second one, and I, I watched it. and It's fine. I didn't start watching that show until late, later. Yeah, so I, I, I've got – I finished the first two seasons, and I start. I have I have three. I got off of iTunes. I haven't watched it yet. Can you – you should lend all that to Steve right now. Maybe – can you take – this assignment, can you can you get back to us in two days? No, I, don't, I don't want it. I don't want it. We, we like having our time Fuck. together. We, we don't need the TV. He wouldn't, he wouldn't like that us. show. He wouldn't like it. I don't know. Um, I mean, I like it, but I, I, I'm not sure right, yet. Before exactly. you stop, let's pour you go cold turkey. You're not don't need TV it. anymore, okay? Well, I didn't say it just, ever. Just do me a favor. And watch Eli Roth Aftershock. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys have, do you have Netflix? No, we got rid of it. Hemlock Grove. You're talking about House of Cards or whatever it's called, right? No, Hemlock Grove, though. Yeah. Well, House of Cards, I saw the original I never version. Saw either and of nothing can, I mean, is it really as good as the original? Is it is it based on a British one? It is. Yeah, I didn't and it's see great. It. It's from the early nineties. I uh, the bridge is what I'm excited about. Are you? Yeah, because uh, Matthew Lillard. I don't know about that, but my friend Steve Scottish Steve had s- said that the f- the the overseas version of that show was like the very best television he's ever seen. And then I went looking for it, and that's how I found out that they were doing an American remake. Yeah. But it's on FX, and that's great. And uh, I I um. My rep from the network, I contacted her about it, and she says it's really Fantastic. special. And she's honest with me. She's like, you know, she, you know, what, is, what doesn't this, she like? What like she didn't like Wilford either, and I don't like that show. She didn't like Wilford. That sh- is that what it's called? Yep. Elijah Wood. Mm-hmm. And then um, she was mixed on the. Uh, there's another show. Oh, I don't. I don't like Archer, and that, that's one that she was mixed on. But she was dead on when it came to uh, obviously the Americans, and she was dead <laughs> on when it came to Justified. So, yeah. but uh, anyway, so yeah, the bridge looks interesting. I didn't know Matthew Lillard was in it. I mean, I think he's got a small part in it. Who else is in it? I don't know. It's the premise. I mean, it just sounds like it's gonna be cool. About a bridge? Uh, yeah, yeah, Jeff. Um, speaking of, have you seen the trailer for R.I.P.D.? <laughs> that's a, that's you know a what's movie. funny is like I made a comment I, when I did the coverage of that that Jeff. Jeff Bridges has never been in like an effects heavy movie and he was in Tron Legacy I'm a fucking <laughs> idiot yeah. yeah we all have those mistakes don't yeah. worry about it so this was our this was our opening how, was segment. That, how much heat did you take from that statement none 
Nobody reads the site. Was what? it fun? Was it they had people have a good time on the set? They look stressed. Which set? I thought you sent it to RIPD. I wasn't on the set. I did coverage of the trailer. Why would I go on the set of that movie? Did you go on the set or not? No. What was it like there? <laughs> Let's just pretend you did it. Okay, yeah. Well, Ryan Reynolds was a torch. He was fucking electric. And uh, you Jeff went Bridges. on the set. You went on the set of um, The Losers. I did. I love that movie. Jason Patrick, you hung out with him? I played some blackjack with the man and with Holt McAlaney. He just got cast in something recently. Why oh, Michael there? Mann's new movie. Why do you have to go over there and game drop? Game drop? <laughs> game drop. Um, the Losers is a good movie. It's it's not. It is. I like it. It's 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 underdirected a little bit, and it's a shame because that it's guy was really nice. Thing I ever heard. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Yeah. At least we didn't call him out. Did on you it. say that on the, on the set? <laughs> I didn't know. This movie is underdirected, Jason Patrick. Do you agree or disagree? He did not draw enough. Pain Jason and Patrick is so funny in that movie. I love Jason Patrick because he's like he he's notorious, notoriously. Difficult to work with, and he won't take. He won't take. Um, he'll be like, he won't take certain movies, but he's in Speed Two. But he's, 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 he's a, in, um, isn't he a cat? That's why he doesn't take certain movies because he ma- he did his no, attempt was, to get a commerce project. He was pretentious it, before that. He's not pretentious. He's just. I mean, granted, he grew up. His, his father was a playwright, for God's sakes. He's Jason Patrick's not pretentious. No, he's he gave a, me a fucking just because you played cards with him. Look, there's no way he's not pretentious. Like he was, like he was so sweet. Like he would, um, his hair is pretentious. He would like put down his cigarette holder and talk to me. But he had a scarf on. No, he's great. He's 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 not one of those great. guys though. His father was, you know, his father was Jason Miller. Yeah. He was he he was Exorcist. like son of a playwright. He grew up. He was like as a young man. He was in the business. I'm sure he's a little weird, but I don't Lost think, Boys. Lost Boys. I mean, he's he's great. He's a great actor. He did, the hand, he did the hand commercial on Saturday Night Live. Let's just be honest. He's not a great actor. I mean, he's fine. He's Jason Patrick. Your Friends and Neighbors, great performance. Maybe his only great performance. What um, else is he Rush, great, in? great performance. Yeah, he was good in Rush. You fucking... You're right. <sighs> Flatliners. Was he in that? <laughs> you, got, you got me the Flatliners Blu-ray for Christmas. I know. Was he in it? He wasn't in it, right? He wasn't in it, I he think. Was. Um... Anyway, um, was he? Who was in Flatline? Kiefer. Juliet Rock. Kevin Bacon. No, I don't think it was. I think he was. Holt Macklin. If he was pretentious about picking his movies and he's in fucking Flatliners and. How? Okay. First of all, he, he owes Joel Schumacher a debt of gratitude for Lost Boys. Why? Because that movie was fucking huge and it helped him. It was I'm great. It's one, one of my favorite movies. When it's I was one of my kid. favorite soundtracks. Oh, yeah. Mary, Mary, gonna be back. How's it go? Y'all, my mind. The folks are gone and the place will be mine. I like the other song, too. Um, Sailing to the night. Lost in the shadows. So great. <laughs> what about... What about I still believe? Beep, 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 beep. What about That's t- great, Tim what, Capello? What's the big one? The big one. Good times. No, Good, the big lost in the, say, uh, yeah. Thou shalt. Oh, that's not the. How's that go? Yeah, that's. And then don't forget, don't forget. All Echo these years, and, I thought it was some dream warriors. Don't forget, Echo and the Bunnymen's People Are Strange, as well. Oh, I loved it. He's he's in some good movies. I will say that that might be better than the Doors version. Is that sacrilege? Nope. 
No. He's in the Alamo. <laughs> That's a good one. Narc. He's a narc. Narc's great. He's good in it. Yeah. You're right. I like him more. Yeah, he took a break. Is he like a big theater guy? Is that kind of what he, he does? He did that championship season with... Um, uh, got a great cast. It was and You know, he, Jim Gaffigan was in that group, too. Well, I don't think he was in Flatliners. Oh, my God. You're I don't right. think he, was. he wasn't. But um, I don't know. His father's... That was one of his father's plays. And they did it like three years ago. I almost bought tickets to New York to go see it because the cast was ridiculous. Jesus Christ. You, you're kidding. Oh, he, he's doing good, though. He's in a movie called Rise of the Lone Star Ranger. Good for him. Let me give you. Let me give you the cast here. He's only working. He's wait, wait. Fun. Let me guess. You're not going to be able to guess. What's a this. genre? Um, is it a western? I guess it looks like a western just okay. from the picture. I'm going to tell you who's. This is the star power. I'm going to say Leslie Bibb not is in it. it. I'm going to say Angus McFadden is in it. You're thinking too high. I'm going to say they got West Duty. They got. They got. Um, Randy Travis, the country actor. Warmer. They got, um, you know, how, like they have like celebrities brothers are in films. Like you know, you got the Randy Quaid, and you got the Joe Estevez, and all that kind and of the shit. Keach brothers. Don't forget they, yeah, the Keach. I'm gonna say who's in this. Movie. No, no, hold on. They got Joey Rappaport. Oh. They've got Gabriel Burns' twin brother Carl. They've got Pete Buscemi. Pete Buscemi's up? Yeah, and then they they uh they you got a, after he got out of prison, mm-hmm. they got Ned Stallone. The best part is you're kind of close. Okay, so here's the cast: Danny Trejo, fucking a, Rose McGowan, Ugh. Keith David, who? Keith David, love him. Mark Boone Jr., love him. Keith David wasn't he in um? He's in movies. He was in uh, Cloud Atlas, right? Yeah, played the black guy. That's a that's the big cast, but how's Jason Patrick mixed up with those guys? Playing a character named Kip Dwayne. So the, how many how many listeners are still around? There's, we don't even have listeners starting to listen. I don't even know if I'm still around. It's too much film talk. We're gonna break. We're gonna break here. A little sub a little subsection is gonna come up. Okay. A return of a very old feature. And yes. then, and then we're gonna come back. We're gonna try a little free form, a little word association shit. A little association. A little bit. First of all, we're gonna we're gonna do some dream casting. It's a little workshop. So we're gonna do some uh, word association. So thanks for listening, everyone. And then, uh, and we'll be back. Should play some picture before we're at it. Bring all these '80s games back. Six five six. Six five six. Sex advice. Sex advice. Sex advice. Sex advice. Sex advice. Sex advice. Shoo! Sex advice. Sex advice. Sex advice. Shoo! Sex advice. Sex advice. Here's Steve's. Here's Steve's first question. Interly, I share that are for more pundas. What does a to me? What will become of native pussy? Now. I, I don't know what this person was asked. I think what is happening to me was part of the, an- the question. Pussy was for sure. There was some pussy involved. So <laughs> Punta was one of the words that means prostitute possibly, right? How do we help this guy? I don't know. Uh, I don't know what has happened. Steve, you took a little Spanish, right? Yes. So what do you think he's asking? What is happening 
prostitute. Uh, I don't vagina. think there was no, no, there was no prostitute in there. I, I didn't hear what that. Is punta. I think uh, I think um, their best advice would be from to not call us. <laughs> I don't know. All right, here's it. We got another caller. I don't know what has happened. Poor guy. Hello, I have a two-part question. First part: My wife will not touch me in a sexual way unless I am dressed in full body armor. When I put it on and she starts to rub, she's only buffing my steel plating. I eventually fall asleep. When I wake up, she's kissing a picture of TV's Noah Wiley. From I. <laughs> what? That was a two-part. It, cut, it seemed like it cut part. off, so it must it must it went too long. Huh? Did we cut? Does the message cut off after a certain period of time? I, I guess so. I guess she so. He kissed a picture of TV's Noah Wiley, and then he said, "I think he said, um, that's when he comes." <laughs> <laughs> and all this while wearing uh, plate armor. Right. So I, mean, I don't know what kind of advice this guy's looking for. He he hung, he hung up. I think he got his advice. <laughs> what the fuck? TV's Nova. So he, this guy, he has to dress up in armor to get his wife off. No, his wife makes him dress up because she won't touch him otherwise. Okay, so he and dresses up in full body armor. Then he falls asleep. Well, because she's then she starts heavy petting on him, but he doesn't feel anything because he's got this pretty yeah. good armor, right? Yeah. So when he wakes up from his his nap. It sounds like she's making out with a picture of Noah Island. and that's but he still gets off. So, so chivalry is dead. So the thing is, like he still gets off. I mean, he does eventually get off, but it's all uh, it's on the interior armor. So yeah. any advice, I guess, would be probably just find keep a, it up. Find a new woman. I mean, no, this lady I, sounds mean. He's still getting what he wants. All right, we got another call in. Steve, where was the worst place you had sex? Justin, the same question to you, and Nick, the same to you. I'm asking because I just had me virginity taken inside the fake hurricane machine at the mall. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, um. <laughs> but did the hurricane take it? Okay, so <laughs> she asked Steve first where the worst yeah, place yeah, you've had sex that. is. Oh, my God. And then the same question to us and us. Okay. But I mean, I, I mean, you got to feel bad for a girl who so, this is this is how she's. It's first easy. of all, she's coming out explaining her first experience. That's fine. That's a really small place to have sex. I think what we want to do is try to get something worse because we want to make her feel better about her. Well, it's simple. Uh, the the worst place that I ever had uh, the, the worst place I ever had sex was uh, aisle three of the Piggly Wiggly. Uh, yeah, it was the the, the chips aisle. Were you alone? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, we didn't define anything, did we? No. Let's just say that the the, the next patron that came down the aisle was uh, not at a loss for some dip. Nice. Nice. Okay. You came. Um, and then the question No, I didn't. Wait. <laughs> no, I didn't. I I just restocked the shelf. Um, you're asking me? Yeah. The worst place I ever had. You don't have to think about it. You have to come. Let me just tell the truth. Um, a recreation of the Bat Cave. I was in the studio audience of That's Incredible. <laughs> How was the sex? It's the worst. <coughs> but that was the show. Fantastic. That's, yes. That's all that matters. I don't, the worst place I ever had sex, I think, was Earth. We have another call. <laughs> Hebrew. Oh, God. You are a giant sex spider. 
Look at those things flapping around over there. Those righteous black devices are what drive me wild. I need help, but I don't want it. I want to shove that saucer right into me. Hebrew. What? <laughs> What's he Hebrew? <laughs> Hebrew, you are a giant sex spider? I so is that was that also in uh, Spanish? That's what she's talking about. That doesn't sound like it was any negative advice. It sounded like it, it sounded like she was dirty calling us. A little dirty. No, it talk. sounded like she was trying to address somebody, and I don't think they're here. And his name was Hebrew. He's a Jewish man. I think she was trying to address a nation. She called somebody a sex fighter. Yeah, I think it's what it sounded like. She wanted to put the saucer right in. Sound Amish to me a little bit. How about that though? She got. Uh, she actually used the word righteous. Yeah. In the correct manner. That sounded good, yeah. I, I not a lot of sex advice really being solicited. <laughs> People are just kind of like prank calling us. Like, I cannot believe And speaking of, we had another call. I have a problem. I am at a crossroads sexually. I can't decide if I am more attracted to men or to woodmen. I typically date men, but boy howdy, there is this one woodman I work with that I cannot stop thinking about. Another dilemma. She's the branch manager. If you get my meaning. Woodman. Woodman. She said, uh, I thought she said man, man or women, but he, she said man, man or, or woodman. Yeah. And she's the branch manager. So she's she can't decide if she's attracted to men yeah. or to woodmen. Like Otik. Yeah. Well, um, I, I would say whatever makes you feel good. Whatever I mean, I there's. Just, we like live it. in an age where you're allowed to be a little bit more adventurous with your. I think she sounds like she might be attracted to the woodman. You, you know, know to catch her meaning. Well, I don't know what kind of advice we can give her. We can always give her the, the, the kind of advice that'll make her want to stand on top of a mountain, or we can give her the kind of advice that'll send her to Ferngully. True. Oh. Uh, but yes, what I'm saying is, I think that sometimes when you ask a question like this, you already know the answer, and I think we know the answer as well. You're. You're chasing them. You're barking up the right tree. Wrong tree. <laughs> you got another call. Ellen Barker. My father died and left his collection of sex toys to me, which is good on paper, but all of those toys were in my mother, who is also dead. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> this, guy, this gentleman has problems. That is awkward. <laughs> Was this Mike USA? How is, how is it even good on paper? <laughs> I, I don't even see how it's good in any respect. Damn it. I feel bad for these people. It makes you feel better about yourself a little bit. Well, that's <laughs> Only a little. Like, so what's sex advice? How do, why are people calling us for sex advice, by the way? We're known for it. I mean, we don't talk... We've we never talk really talked too much. No, we don't talk enough about the advice that we can hand out. Mm -hmm. How is this guy going to retrieve his toys? I mean, that's I mean, that's kind of cool that it was bequeathed like this father's collection, but it's less cool. Slightly less. Ah, that's just too bad. X marks the spot. Do you think? Um, do you think this new Star Trek movie is going to do well? Yeah, I think it's going to be great. I can't wait to see it. People are really coming down hard on it on the internet. The people that have seen it early really are ripping at some of the internet critics. Yeah, those are the people to listen to. Well, they like a lot of people like that first one. 
first one's very good. But they said for some reason they were not liking this one that much. See, the complaints that I've read are things that don't necessarily bother me. Yeah, that you said that it was um, probably like, a bunch of jaded jerks. I mean, like yeah, continuity issues or the fact that you could see the blemishes on their faces because of the digital. And because and the other thing I heard was that um, uh, it's it, the best. The best action stuff is at the f- the front of the movie. Oh, okay. How about Cumberbatch? You think he'd bring some? Um, you know, he's good. Yeah. I think he'd bring some. Uh, some they should have been a little. Realism. They should have just not made the whole. Um, controversy even a factor i wonder if part of that's what it is it's like because they try to hide it for so long for no reason i wonder if that's why people are mad at it on the internet i don't care steve you're the biggest star trek fan of us yeah do you care how closely it dovetails into the old stuff no it doesn't bother me at all it's an alternate timeline <coughs> who cares it's great but are you going to be bothered <coughs> if they if they mine that stuff like if they take no no more the merrier let's do it yeah. All right, so you're good. You're fully on board. Yeah, absolutely, 100% on board. Are there tribbles in this? Nope. I don't think so. I think there are. Hmm. doesn't matter. Tribbles, have, tribbles were in most of the, the series anyway. Um, you know, Abrams going from this to Star, Star Wars now. You know, so. What? Abrams, he's going to Star Wars from this, so. Yeah. His fingerprints and paw prints are ever every nerdy thing. I hope. Now. I mean, it's a great thing. I don't have a problem with his lens flare thing, but I don't think he should bring it to Star Wars. Mm. Well, that's the thing is, I like that they're rebooting Star Wars. I would have almost liked to see them get somebody a little bit more. Like he's, I like him. He's fine, but you know, someone that's a little bit more adventurous than the person that's already controlling. Honestly. The f- reboot of one franchise. Well, I just think that they should make sure he should not surround himself. Well, if as long as his writing people aren't involved, then it's golden. Well, of course they're going to be involved, right? Although they they did get Kasdan back. They got right? Kasdan and they got um. There's somebody else. Yeah, there's another guy. But, but yeah. Kasdan's been so far removed. One has to ask, what does he have left? Well, he's to the dreamcatcher, and who cares? Right. That's my response to my own question. Who cares? Because you cannot be worse than what's already happened. Right. And Star Wars, that, but that's the thing is, if you don't knock it out of the park. You don't even have to knock it out of the park. So you just have to knock it out of the infield. You, you have you, to kind of, I think. Like you, anything, even a bunt single is going to be considered a massive success. You need, they need to do it. Compared to what has happened already. It, actually, if, uh, if he swings, let's go to the bat, and it kills somebody in the crowd, it's still a step up. <laughs> If somebody but, falls to their death at trying to grab a fly ball while their child... Wait a minute. But Too I just soon. Think that they need to... You know, it's it's going to be different than, like, the Indiana Jones... If it toils them. in the minor leagues... It's going to be different than if, like, Star Trek failed. It's going to be different because there's so much... They are it can't failed, fail. It can't but fail. They it can already fail. failed that you need to have it could be, something extraordinary. It could be... A shot-for-shot shot remake and of the, the Clone is they Wars need cartoon. To capture that, they need to capture that magic of the first three, and I don't know if that's possible. It is. It's very possible. You think so? Yeah, it is. That makes me... That's encouraging to hear. It really is. Honestly, you know what? Um, the first Pirates of the Caribbean had that kind of a vibe. There was that perfect balance of playful right. and serious and spooky right. and... Cos- you know, it, it, so it can be done. It can like be done to in see today's them. age. I know you don't, but I'd like to see them focus fairly heavily on the old cast. On the old cat. No, especially Hamill. I hope they have a big part for Hamill. I really like. For some reason, I really like to. I get nostalgic for old Luke Skywalker. I, mean, I think he would be great, and and I think he's. I think he'd be amazing. Well, you know, he's stuff. available. Yeah. I think he'd absolutely. He is slightly, 
But I really think he'd be uh, amazing. I, he's the only just, thing is, is he's, he's just he's ready for it. He a, seems to really understand it too, which I which I like. He really seems to really understand that. But he needs to tone down down his flamboyance. Like he, uh, Mark well, no, Hamill he, he, is yeah, so animated now. Yeah. That I mean, Luke. When we last saw Luke, he was really solemn and he was really, yes. you know, pensive. Yeah. And they need to do that. They need I to. I think that's how they're going to bring him back in. I mean, I imagine he'll be just like an old, like a Yoda type. I, figure. I the first draft of the script is it's I, right after the opening crawl. Luke is lighting his farts. Yeah. He's in a cantina lighting his farts. That's about right because the last thing that we saw him. I've was, read this. I've read the script. The last thing we saw him, he was burning his father. So it is <laughs> the natural <laughs> progression. Which is slang for lighting your farts. Um, that sounds like one of Lucas's characters, lighting his farts. <laughs> you know, that's just Putin lighting his farts. Yeah. Um. What was some of that? What was that character that he had in the last one? Send your dipping sticks. No, that was. <laughs> no, he had some character like oh, they one character or something. We had to wait through the the mire of but character he had like names. A, a character that like smoked, and he named him like, you know, Billy Packasigs or something. Remember, it was like so bad. Dexter Jetster. Is that a character by him? Yeah, yeah that's from the second one though. Billy Packasigs. Something like I, that. I, yeah. I don't remember that. It was something bad, something awful. I think it was a good idea to not use John Williams. They're not using him. No, for they're, what? Uh, Pearl Jam's doing the music. <laughs> they won't use John Williams anyway, and and they shouldn't. I, I, they, w- they will use John Williams. I don't think they will. Do you think they use Michael Gianchino? No, I think because that's that's his guy. That's JJ. I don't care. Guy. I, you don't need John John Williams for this. If you bring in the new blood, you know who disagrees? John Williams. Thirteen. No, you don't need it. Uh, you, you can have somebody come in and and the music will sound like John Williams. Who do you think? I mean, look, I, I'm telling you from the the, the video game. A lot of the video game music sounds great, yeah. and it is not John Williams, but it's paying homage to him. You can hear certain notes that belong in the Williams tent. Yeah, no, that's slang. But well, let me ask you this: How do you think they're going to approach it? Do you think they're going to cast unknowns? Like they kind of like the, the original Star Wars. It'll be unknowns, yeah. It'll, it'll or do be unknowns. Cast like they'll be going they, after like Chloe Moretz or whatever. Her name no, is. they cast famous people in the prequels, right? But do you think like Ahmed Best? How much do you think Hugh Quarshie? <laughs> do you think they'll go through for for unknowns or? Yeah, they will, and then, and then they're gonna cast a few like Prince, like some char- yeah. like well-known character to play the, the, the arch villain. You know, Darth Koff. He's gonna be. He's going to be a dick. They have to do so much right. Mark Strong will probably play him or something. They actually don't have to do a whole lot right to to make they really do. to make a good Star Wars. Well, they're they're also going to the be bar is so low. It's not even it's, they're going to be making not even movies every two years. So it doesn't matter. They can make one every five minutes and it'll be better than what's come before it. And except well, I'm the not original. Disagreeing with that for sure. And that's really what you have to gauge it against. Yeah, the prequels. Mm-hmm. That's what all if Miko Hughes is available? I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> Are you serious? Gage Creed? Yeah, yeah, of course. See, we we did a little we did a little dream casting um, in the last podcast when we were without you. Yeah, and that was a good um, one. Dream, dream cast the Fantastic Four. We do, we did that. We dream cast that. We also we talked about some of the casting possibilities for the new Star Wars movies. Yeah, because you know they're going to do like one off films of like yeah yeah I heard so um. I already. I mean, I've got some. I got a you couple got some of scoops. Choice names? I broke a, a couple of scoops in the last podcast, like, um, uh, like uh, that they got uh, Michael Imperioli to play Nia Numb. 
<laughs> and I think uh, we found out we found out about um, Wallace Shawn was playing Darth Maul. He's coming back. Which half? Oh, he's, he's, he's restored. But no, what I mean, like if you were in charge, of, if you had the keys to the kingdom, yeah, and unlimited budget, what would be the first spinoff movie you did? I can't believe you've already. Well, Neon Numb would have been my first one. Every, it's everybody's favorite Millennium Falcon co-pilot. Right, okay, but where would you go from there? Because we already talked about Bib Fortuna's already been cast. There's going to be a, there's gonna also going to be like a, a, a reality show do. about... Um, I would do a spinoff of the shuttle Tidarian. Okay. The shuttle that... Uh, that it, was it used had a legal paper. It was the legal signals, right? Yeah, it, they were using the wrong uh, was it dis- dispatch codes or something. Yeah. I would tell the story of that the ship, how it got stolen from the Empire and used by the rebels. That's I exactly like the story. I, I, like see, I Here's the trailer. Here, how, did pic- he, how did I'm he get the trailer in my in my mind? Okay, cut from black to space. Right, this is great. Then the shuttle Tiderian slowly passes, like it echoes the Star Destroyer. Yeah. Inside the cockpit, we cut to the pilot of the shuttle Tiderian, <laughs> who is using illegal codes. Yeah, and. You come in tight, they're in the, they're, and they're watching Hansel and Gretel on the, on the screen. Hey, but who's the Copa? Is it Nia Num? Can we? Bring no, no, him he's in? on the Falcon. He's he's. Done. Well, can we have a crossover? Because my film may need some help. If yours comes first, you may get all the, you may get all the the, the press. And See, if I had the keys to the kingdom, I would film. let I would let others make those movies because I'd be caught up in the ancillary. Like I would have like the reality show Dubak Ranch. You know, I would I would have like a. Yeah. I would have like a like a cooking show for Snaggletooth. I'd probably know. watch that one. Yeah, um, <laughs> Watto's Junkyard would be a fucking priceless Sunday night <laughs> activity. What what, you can do the spinoff of uh, you can do a spinoff of a spinoff and do Watto's Water Vape. Water. Wait a minute. <laughs> Watto's Moisture Evaporator. I can't even make that joke. I think you did a fine job. One of my one of my best attempts. Do you know that this is a little known fact about Watto? Do you know who voiced Watto? No. Who? Flow from the progressive commercials. Interly, I share that are for more pundas. What does happen to me? What will become of me, dear pussy? We are in a golden age right now. Um,. But what I've been discovering is uh, a lot of the movies that I grew up on are now coming on Blu-ray. I just got in a pack that had The Howling. Oh, wow. It had um, another movie. See? Oh, it had Ninja 3. Some people don't call Ooh. those. Uh, Ninja 3, The Domination. Some people don't call those uh, you know, like, like an early an early release pack. Some people consider them I got, I got terrorist th- oh, package. Oh, Life Force. Those three movies just arrived on Blu-ray. Life Force is the shining star of that. I love Life Force. I know why. Well, I mean, the music's great. Matilda May. Yeah. She, Naked throughout. Yeah, Patrick Stewart's in it. Steve Railsback. The flow from the progressive commercials. That, that, you that, know she was on Mad Men. What? Yep. She played a receptionist. Yeah, she's in like five episodes of the first season. Is she? Uh, was that before she got the progressive gift? Yeah, I think so. Was she good? She pl- yeah, but she. W- I mean, she was unrecognizable. I mean, so she's so this is recent. It's in the first season of Mad Men. Who? Hmm. She's a comedian, you know. She was one of the Groundlings or some shit. She got this gig, gig of gigs. She's like the Jared of the, you know, insurance industry. 
that guy Jared, man, he needs to fucking die. Why? He doesn't need to die anymore. Like, they're using he, di- he already did die. He lost all that weight. He's a hideous. Topical. He's still awful. He, I mean, he's still like. I mean, he's he's why as unfuckable. He need, why do you say he needs a diet though? He didn't gain weight. He's still thin. There was there's a commercial running right now where all these celebrities are, are congratulating him on his whatever anniversary of being yeah. fucking hideous. There was a really he's in a, he's still in commercials. Yeah. Jared. Let's they should have a back. mascot like Jared for every chain. Like Hardy's needs a dude. Well, I think for Wendy's now, I think they that they got Dave Thomas's daughter who ba- he based Wendy's. I think she's, she's a doing fatty. Commercials. They have the other cute Ed Norton redhead. Huh? They have a cute Ed Norton look like redhead girl that's kind of cute in all the Wendy's commercials. She looks like Ed Norton? She reminds me of Ed Norton, but she's cute. Okay. And then they have the real Wendy who's like kind of a chunky thing. Okay. They need to do away with the real Wendy. Okay. Or they need to have the real Wendy do the other one. <laughs> the other one's kind of cute. She's kind of cute. And then it becomes a Hardy's commercial. She okay. said she looked like Ed Norton, then she said she was cute. I mean, she has an Ed Norton thing going on, but not in a bad way. Did you ever tell her that in person and she started crying? You're so beautiful. She, you look like Ed Norton to me. Yeah, well, the, the problem was she thought I was talking about the Honeymooners. Yeah. Um, like uh, Hardy's mascot, so right? Podcast They'd have so to old. change the mascot every <laughs> year. So old. We're even too old for that joke, and then you're still Damn. busting it. Or too young for that joke, you still busted it out. So the Hardy's mascot is a guy that they're he's failing his stress test at the hospital. <laughs> no shit. And then they're wheeling him away in a gurney. That's the mascot for the Hardy's. Okay. Okay. Now you come up with one for Arby's. <laughs> okay. That guy. The guy's name, by the way, the guy's name from Hardy is Dai. <laughs> so that guy, the, they're wheeling away. No, the, yeah, the, the Hardy. That's the Hardy's mascot. Okay. They're wheeling away. The stress test. Wheeling away. The Arby's why guy. The, why do you get the softball? Why do you get Arby's? Yeah. Wait till you get. You're gonna get Captain D's. Oh. <laughs> um. The Arby's mascot is uh, <laughs> That's the joke there. I know the guy who's in charge of Captain D's, by the way. <laughs> of course you do. I do. I don't doubt it. All right, what All now? Right, let me set the scene. Okay. Garbage dump. <laughs> okay? You hear this noise. Like The camera zooms in. You hear this noise, right? Come in, you see a top hat, and you think it's on a pile of garbage, but it's moving. Out... From the pile of garbage rises this ghost. And his dick's out. That's the Arby's mascot. <laughs> so whenever it, appe- whenever it appears over your head, huh? you're not thinking of Arby's. Okay, wait a second. Appears over your head? Ar- Arby's mascot is a ghost with a top hat with his dick out. Yeah. <laughs> the best. I think we're just saying it was going to be Terrence Trent Darby's. <laughs> That would be great. So for Captain D's, shoot, Murph. Yeah, you've got a couple of boats that are hauling ass on the, on the ice. Okay, on the ice? On the high right. seas. Oh, okay. On the high seas. And you get you have this colorful pirate. He's had like one too many rums. Mm-hmm. And he's, he decides he wants to steer the ship towards the mainland. So he, he turns it to the left. His boat capsizes. Okay. So far, so good. <laughs> I'm getting hungry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Fried food coming up. (laughs) Everybody dies. (laughs) That's a given. It's Captain D's we're talking about. His license is revoked. Okay. He's no longer a captain. Right. (laughs) Of course not. (laughs) No. Ensign D's. (laughs) (laughs) It's Lieutenant Commander D. (laughs) Okay. Okay. 
That's it? No. <laughs> you, okay. You've got to dredge the ocean, find the remains, fry it up, put it on the menu. It's the n- the number three at Captain D's. Captain. Oh. Okay. That's I was the mascot, thinking. The mascot. I have a, can I give you an alternate mascot? <laughs> Wait, no. The mascot. The mascot is the is the the the, 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 the fried room. remains of Cap of Lieutenant Commander D. Okay. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good mascot. I've got an alternate idea. Granted, it took a long time to get there. Okay. Yeah. An alternate. Okay. A captain is hard on his luck. Yeah. Somebody bets him to get a boob job. Okay. Okay. They rename the restaurant Captain Double D's. All right, I got an alternative one. Okay, what's another? Dennis Franz. <laughs> Damn, that's tough. What about... Now, okay. Wait a minute now. There's nothing wrong with my mascot. Why do you have to compete against me? When I you, just opened up my own chain over you just, here. Like, so you did some groundbreaking shit where your mascot's <laughs> actually on the menu. Yeah, What? okay, so... That's groundbreaking. Now give me a franchise. Well, it's Carl's Jr. <laughs> okay. That's kind of connected to Har- Hardee's. That's not fair. No, it is fair because he's got a different branch. He's got a different brand. The Woodman. This is this is literal. This could be more of a literal reveal. Okay. For Carl's Jr. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's 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 in the it's in a, a rundown Philadelphia gym. You know, somebody's been hitting the heavy bag for a long ass time. I heard right? that. It's like Ghost from Arby's. Right. We pull back and we see a, a grizzled boxer. Goes into the goes. He's, he's sweating. He goes into the locker room to take a shower. Looks down at the tiny penis of Carl Weathers. <laughs> Did I mention that my mascot featured in my trailer for the mascot featured a full <laughs> court martial? <laughs> <laughs> a full one. Okay. Yeah. Um, so Justin, yes, you've been put in charge of the marketing. Okay. Mm-hmm. For for Sonic. In real in real life, and or just for and hypothetically, <laughs> you need another job. Yes, they uh, they are going to redesign their brand completely. They they no longer compete with Checkers and the like. Sonic. So Sonic's like, all right, we're not going to be like an old '60s style. Okay. We need a mascot. We need a mode. We need a motif. And you're the guy to bring it to us. So Again, what do you that's do? That's not fair. You get soft. But you have to keep the name. I mean, they can't change the name to like Joey's or Sonic. Something. They're changing the theme from a what? A 50s type? Yeah, it's like, you know, you drive up and they come out and skate to you and serve you. They don't really skate, but you know what I'm saying. Enjoy the softball. This is the easiest one. Well, why don't you do it then? I can't, no, I I can't, can't do it. It's been no, given it's to you. You got hired for a different gig. Yeah, it's been given to you. This is me. Okay. Because he I would just have the fucking waitress get a court martial. <laughs> All right, so. <laughs> give me one second here. No more line, no more line cooked for you, whore. Okay, so desert. Okay. All right. Zoom in, cactus. Zoom in, another cactus. Zoom in, Tim Allen. Ooh. Zoom in. I have nothing. I I don't don't have anything. I I, I can't do this game. Because there's nothing after Tim Allen. That's why. So you're you're thinking of a spokesperson. So you want me to to so Sonic has They're to be trying to rebrand. Like so so All right, okay. This here we is go. you're you're not going to win a Clio. <laughs> so okay. Picture this. Desert. <laughs> Zoom in. Cactus. Okay. Okay. Zoom in. Billy Zane. Another cactus on this cactus. Zoom in on the arm of that cactus. Sonic restaurant. 
on the, uh, going into the Sonic restaurant, germs. <laughs> <laughs> Done. So that's where the germs eat. Okay. They're, they're catering to bacteria. So uh, you like to t- give Steve his next assignment. Steve, Taco Bell. I thought you might say that. I don't know, there's nothing much left for fast food, right? No, there's plenty. Burger King? You know, Burger King or Taco Bell? I'll give you no, the too late. Chores. So chores. My, my previous one was well documented for being far too long. But picture this one. Taco Bell. Iris opens like a silent film. Mm-hmm. The image flickers. Somebody shits Very themselves. bad quality. <laughs> a car drives up to the window. Okay. <laughs> no, that's not for Taco Bell. Okay. Uh, that's bad. <laughs> Well, I've got yours. <laughs> Their iris opens. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what? You know, a car drives up to the window. Uh, a lady right. opens up the window, hands him the food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she hands the people in the window the food? <laughs> That's not how Taco Bell works. That would be great. The restaurant's in the car, and the people wait to the restaurant, and they're in the drive-thru, and the people in the car hand them no. inside the restaurant the food. Okay. That is, <laughs> That's the way to think. Okay, so what were you saying? It's beautiful, dude. <laughs> no. Oh, so she, the, the man, so, so we break from the silent film thing, and there's only one line of dialogue. It says, where's my drink? <laughs> where's my drink? <laughs> so let me get this straight. I'm going to try so to piece this together. You're advertising bad service? So here's the, so here's, here's what happens. Fuck, okay. I'm not finished. Oh. He says, where's my drink? That's, the, you said one line. That was it. I know. He asked the lady, where's my drink? And so she... Hurls. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so wait. So okay. So the Taco I am Bell not night. finished. Okay. She hurls into the drink. Hurls. She, like she throws vomits. up. Oh, okay. she yes. throws up. She into vacates the... her stomach and How? into the gentleman's. Empty yeah, but cup. it has to be different than the regular Taco Bell. It's <laughs> 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 a rebrand. It's no fair. And then the sign turns around, and it's Pizza Hut. <laughs> And then the iris closes. That sounds good. Yes. Okay. What's my next gig? Turn out to be <laughs> you, yours is Pizza Hut. Okay. <laughs> All right. Pizza Hut. Okay. Here's here's what we do. This is a. We're not re, we're not rebranding. We're not we're not going to make a mascot, but we are. Okay. So. Um. A guy loses his job. <laughs> The end. <laughs> <laughs> and he's about to kill himself. This is very similar to the real Pizza Hut. And that's the mascot for Pizza Hut. <laughs> <laughs> that's it? Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of... You beat my run time. Yeah, I mean, and then and then just a bunch of shots of pizza. My father died and left his collection of sex toys to me, which is good on paper. But all of those toys were in my mother, who is also dead. So let's quickly decide on a film to remake that with an ensemble. It could be Breakfast Club. It could be Alien 3. No Alien. It could be Silverado. No Silverado. Oh. It could be... You have to think of a movie that you that you know backwards and forward characters like the characters are iconic like the Wizard of Oz or something. Shot it's in the dark. Something like um, no. Like uh, what about like something like Untouchables or Heat? Yeah, Untouchables would be fine. Yeah, let's do Untouchables. All right. 
All right, so Let's just do we a can't duplicate. We can't duplicate. Let's just do a couple. I know of every roles. character. I'm going to take it just down to their friends and family. It's very easy. Should be easy. Remember well, that? Why do you laugh? Who? Okay, we're going to start. He's going to cast friends and family. Okay, so the the accountant. Yeah, that was was that the <laughs> fuck you, man. Well, the accountant. Uh, not well, no, not Charles Martin Smith. I'm talking about the accountant that they kidnapped. <laughs> What it's about the okay the, the babes that they shoot in the, the mouth. baby going down the stairs yeah. in the train station, the mother. No. Oh, I, I've got to recast. That's that's it's tough. Beatrice Strait from the original mother. No. Okay. So, Elliot Ness, our our yeah. our American hero, 2013 pool of actors. It can't be yeah. somebody that's in their 50s. It's got to be somebody that's in their late 20s or early 30s. Someone like a Cole Hauser. Who's got that? Who's got that uh, Costner vibe? Doesn't have to be a man. Doesn't, but probably will because they're casting Elliot Ness, <laughs> a real guy. <laughs> so, and we can't duplicate. <clears throat> what about you? Get I've one. You get Elliot one. Ness. I'm trying to picture. I'm trying to picture this guy in a in a, in a great big fedora. Right, and I think he'd look. Uh, I think he'd look really amazing in this. Okay. Give him a nice long coat. Don't say Ryan Gosling. DJ Qualls. DJ Qualls. Too I busy. love him. I think he's great. He could do it. Star of the hit television show. Um, what's, what's it's not a hit. I don't know what it's called, but he's on TV right legit. now. Legit. Yeah. Well, he could do it. On FX, right? Yeah. Okay, so. Steve's choice is DJ Qualls is Elliot Ness. Okay. He could do it. He's got the weight. Well, he doesn't have the weight, but he's got... Sounds like a Kickstarter. He certainly has <laughs> the acting ability to rise above the character. He could be character. called Elliot Less. He'll rise above the character. All right. I would cast... Read through the lines. A little older, maybe, than you want, but... Henry Thomas. Elliot Ness. I get it. Because there's an Elliot. What are you talking about? Because he played Elliot already. I thought we had an age range. What are you talking an about? Age limit. <laughs> in E.T. Huh? So, so he's going back to Elliot. No, I'm not even thinking of that. I just thought he'd be perfect for this role. Is he too old for the role? Isn't he A little bit old, but I Arnie's think he'd be so good. Like, think about him. He'd be great. I'm not talking about other roles where he might have the same name. That's at not what I'm considering. <laughs> I think that he would be great. What right? about, Let's move at on. Least, Let's, I'm sorry. Let's move on. Now, my love for you is well documented. DJ Qualls, at least with my choice, it's an extraordinarily interesting decision, and people w- would watch that. Yours is a piece of shit. Okay, it's fine, but I think he'd be great. He's just a good actor. Now let's move on, Nick. Who, who's See, yours? Ha- the, the problem is, is you can't have a show about a guy trying to capture Al Capone in DJ Qualls. Yeah. Where every time he's sneaking around, somebody is trying to start a fundraiser for him. <laughs> Fair enough. Nick, who would you cast as Elliot Ness? I would go more macho. Than both DJ Qualls and Henry Thomas. Okay, and I would I would probably go for somebody. Um, I would go for somebody that's nerdy, slightly nerdy, but also kind of kind of cool. Okay, um, and I'm gonna get. Um, He's already been cast. <laughs> you talking about DJ Qualls? <laughs> yes. No, I'm go. I'm gonna go with. Um, I, I know you hate him, but Have I got to do it. I gotta do it, Jonah Hill. <laughs> the number no, one star. Why would I hate him? It's great. Jonah the, Hill's Elliot Ness. The number one star. He's he's hey. 
He's huge. Have you seen DJ Qualls' nine-tenths of a beard? It's incredible. Actually, I would have. I didn't get to see his Macbeth, but I bet you that would have swayed me a little bit towards the Qualls. It might have. So now we got Al Capone. Oh, that's, the, that's the hard one. Because I was going to go with DJ Qualls. Who are we moving on to? <laughs> Who's going to play Al Capone? Okay, I got it. Mm. He's got to be ferocious. Mm-hmm. Intimidating, big. I might have it. I'm, I'm, th- I th- I'm honing in. I got, I kind of got somebody. <sighs> now, are you casting Al Capone to square, to square off against Henry Thomas, or you, or, or to square off against DJ Qualls, or no? Jonah I'm Hill? doing my version. We're all doing our own version. Okay. Too. So, this is, I don't know. This, I think this could work for um, Al Capone. Uh, Elliot's brother from E.T. That actor. <laughs> Jay, um, from the Electric Grandmother? Yeah. Okay. Now, hey, I don't care that he's in E.T. Okay? Okay. I James, think he'd be James great. Naughton or something like that? Yeah, something I think like, he'd be not- great. It's nothing to do with E.T. Okay. Hey! <laughs> As Al Capone? Yes. Even though his character's name in E.T. was Al Capone? There's just... <laughs> <laughs> There's just something about him. I think when you see him as an older brother, ET, they kind of have that antagonistic relationship, kind of, kind of Al Capone-ish, Elliot Ness-ish. All right, am Steve, I right? Yeah. Who's your DJ Qualls Capone? Well, I'm going. I, I'm going to go against type extremely, but I'm thinking also not just one film, but I'm thinking of the sequel to The Untouchables. Right. I'm thinking of that. So when I cast this guy, I know that when I go ahead and get ready to make the second one. He's going to do nothing but complain about his uh, lack of screen, ti- screen time in the first one. Right. So I'm going to go with Hugh Corshi as Al Capone. Who played Panaka in uh, The Phantom Menace? Yeah, and then complained about <laughs> his screen presence, and then they cut him out and then recast but his character. But the thing is, Capone is, is not in the Untouchable sequel because he's in jail. Nope. No, that's the point. There is a sequel. The, the Untouchable... I don't want to tell you about okay. much more about it, but he's in jail. In Hugh Corshi mentioned twice <laughs> on the internet by us this well, year. No, you, I don't <laughs> know this story. Can you please tell me? You are partially responsible for me casting him because you reminded me of how great he was in Phantom Menace. Hugh Corshi was the man who played uh, Princess Amidala's like guard. Okay. And uh, he 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 uh, he he was he grumbled about his lack of. Screen, screen time, time, and they fired him. And they recast the character in the second one. And they may have renamed it. I don't remember. Who's, 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 was he an act, is he an actor still? Hugh Corshi? He's going to be in, in my version of Untouchables. Think of that. <laughs> so you've got, you've got DJ Qualls, and you have an, uh, an African-American Al Capone. Uh-huh. That's not Genius. bad. Genius. Yeah. You tell me people won't come and see my film, and I'll, my love for you is well documented, but your film is boring. Okay, so I've got Jonah Hill as Elliot Ness. Your film is boring. My film is fantastic. We had the number one star. Well, I've got he's the biggest. I I, I kind of went off the A list, and then for the, the role of Al Capone, I hold on, Justin. Yeah, I'm very sorry. Okay, I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. It doesn't get hurt. Mine's probably gonna get funded. <laughs> You're the one that's gonna be shedding tears, my friend. James Remar is Al Capone. Remar would be great as Al Capone. That's right. I was going to use him for my... Uh, Played two parts in Django Unchained. That's how good he is. Yeah, Remar 
Couple choice. Okay, Malone, the, sh- the the Sean Connery character. Yeah, you have to get somebody that's kind of. I got it. This the thing is because <laughs> I've been Con- thinking how old about was this Connery. One. How old was Connery when he did this? He was in his uh, early. Justin, 60s. his name's Peter Coyote. If that's what you're trying to remember. <laughs> Who's your guy, Steve? I've been thinking about this for years. Basically, since I saw The Untouchables, right. I was thinking about my version, right. and it did involve uh, Hugh Quarsh at the time. <laughs> so we're thinking about it was his. <laughs> 1988, whatever the year the film came, I think it was 88, something like that. So I'm gonna go way outside the box on this guy. Yeah. And I have to think who can pull off the Irish accent. Who can pull off the Irish accent and look amazing in a 1930s police outfit? Jason Connery. (laughs) Not bad. (laughs) That is good. Now my my thing is. Nick was, of course, guessing what I would get. What I get, I'm not going to cast Peter Cody. It's ridiculous. You need someone who's older, white hair, like a little bit. Where he's like Irish, I guess. Is, is that he is right? He's Irish, old cop. hair, um, it's not old corrupt, hair, not corrupt. White hair, old hair. Yeah. Kind of looks like he can play some bagpipes, mm-hmm. right? Perhaps. So I'm thinking he's going to die well. I'm, no, I'm thinking this is. I would cast Bill Nighy. Right. Okay. But wait a minute. Hold your horses. Someone just walked into the audition room, right after Nike. D. Wallace Stone. D. Wallace Stone. (laughs) (laughs) She fucking knocked it out of the park. Killed it. Killed it. Does an Irish accent? Wait, wasn't she the mother from Lassie? No. Look, she's the mother in E.T., and that has nothing to fucking do with this. No, I think she was the mother on the last of the TV show as well. That's this great. is just something that... Look, Spielberg had a good thing going. Ujo. I'm not trying to dip back into that magic sauce. I'm just saying, when you <laughs> cast perfectly, you know, sometimes this thing comes together in a, How, in a different band. Justin, I have a question. Mm-hmm. You know one more actor from E.T. <laughs> I know two, actually. Uh, two, right. Do you know two? I know three. You know three? Mm-hmm. Well, you said Peter Cody, so I have three. Drew Barrymore. And C. Thomas motherfucking. Oh. No, no. What about Deborah Winger? Uh, She's in that? She was E.T.'s voice. Oh, yeah. That's right. It's a kiss of the spider. So my Malone squaring off against Al Capone, who I've already cast. Wait, was Work Davis E.T. short? (laughs) Who was E.T. short? Melissa, the, the lady that was Zelda Rubenstein. What? Zelda Rubenstein, I think. She was E.T.? I think so. No. I think she was. She's not short enough. She's not small enough to be E.T. I thought it was her. Zelda Rubenstein? She's dead. That was E.T. short? I think. <laughs> <laughs> that was his short? Is that a technical term? That was a shoe. <laughs> she was his short? <laughs> so I got Who's Jonah your Hill yeah. squaring off against... <laughs> the guy who cast is Al Capone, who I forgot. Because <laughs> it was going to be Tom Sizemore, but then it became someone else. Who'd I cast? <laughs> I forgot. I'm oh, still who? excited. Wait, well, you cast Jonah Hill and you cast um, Remar. That's right. Remar is I'm, Al Capone. I'm so happy that I have. Uh, I snared Hugh Quarshie away <laughs> from everybody. That's no fur- fair. He, he got to go first. <laughs> he did. <It> sucks. <laughs> but My- I cannot wait until we get to Al Cap- uh, to Elliot Ness's wife. I got the uh, yeah, I got that right. I got it ready. Marsha Warfield. I got nailed. I've got I got nailed. I got I got but but my my Sean Connery surrogate. No joke. 
Yeah. My Malone is Stanley Tucci. That's it's hard to yeah, It's hard to deny that. He's great. Now? Tucci. The Tucci. He could also play the guy that gets killed in the elevator. Giuseppe Petri. Is now. he going to wear his back hair on his, on his top hair? We're going to be <laughs> Giuseppe Petri, George Stone. Who? Andy Garcia's character. Yeah. Oh. That's what okay. I thought. I got a good one for this. Who is your sharpshooter? The Andy Garcia role? Yeah. I got perfect. Okay. E.T. Puppet. <laughs> Carlo Carlo Rambaldi's <laughs> finest work. E.T. Puppet. Now, are they going to CGI his guns out of the movie? <laughs> it's a walkie-talkie shooter, yeah. The E-Touchables. <laughs> <laughs> If Chud ran the movies. <laughs> Steve? Yeah. Giuseppe Petri. Yeah. Now, I, I really struggled. <laughs> That's his name? <laughs> is that his name? Well, yeah, because his, his name is George Stone, but Connery gives him shit in the movie because he's a WAP, and he tells him his real name is Giuseppe Petri. Okay. I, I really struggled for this one because you know, when Garcia was cast, he was a young character. Um, I got to go again. I got to go against this and cast one of my, my all-time <laughs> favorites. I absolutely, I really think this 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 guy is amazing, and uh, so for George Stone, I'm gonna have to go with with um, I'm I'm tearing up, uh, Bruce McGill. Oh, nice. Bruce McGill is always good, yeah. and he's even better as George Stone. I don't know the actor's name who I'm. I have for George DJ Stone. Qualls, Hugh Hugh Quarshy, <laughs> Bruce McGill. Right. No one can compete with that. Actually, I do know his name. What? Playing the part. In, in one of his first American roles, Tony Ja. Oh, uh, Tony impressive. Ja plays Giuseppe Petri. <laughs> you might have actually finally have outcasted me. It's gonna be production's gonna halt when he wanders <laughs> into the forest <laughs> for three months. Where's Tony? Where's Giuseppe Petri? <laughs> on a fucking pilgrimage. Oh, he's in the petrified forest. All right. Yeah, we're going to do some uh, mixed martial arts. Something. We got, uh, now we got another major character. Mm -hmm. Charles Martin Smith. Okay. As the uh, nerd. The accountant guy. Dies in the elevator. Or the lawyer. Right. He's a, no, he's, <sighs> who is a grunt, little gruff, little fucking failure? I got it. <laughs> who you got? Elliot's bike. <laughs> the basket. Yeah. Yeah, that's who it'd be for me. All right. Yikes. You know, you want me to skip you? No, I, I know who I'm going to use. I'm just trying to figure out how I'm going to use them. I might have to use some CGI. Come back to me. No, I don't. No, what I'm going to do for this this character is um, I don't really like this guy, but I think he'd be really great. He's not an actor at all, but and he's not been around for a while. But he's we're going to reincorporate him mm -hmm. in terms of. Um, celluloid maneuverings right we're gonna use peter tosh <laughs> you need to come back to me because uh, you guys cut me off <laughs> the dead reggae guy all right Maybe. good call yeah yeah like a hologram so like a two-pack hologram dj qualls yeah hugh quarshi right. bruce mcgill and the ghost of <laughs> peter tosh you're supposed to be remaking it <laughs> the it's the same cast so far. No, here's you guys have to come back to me. You, you cut me off. Have a hard on. <laughs> you cut me off. You cut me off. Are we talking about so the bike? The last episode it's the bike of Game with of the Thrones. Shot, the bike with the moon behind yeah. it. Yeah. So it's picture in the elevator, right? Mm -hmm. The bike with the moon behind it. 
getting murdered by Drew Barrymore. Nice. Albino. Am I right? Hey, what's she playing? She's playing albino. Not she's not an albino. You talking about fucking Frank Frank Nitty? And playing the albino. <laughs> he played albino and vamp. <laughs> playing the albino person. <laughs> you talking about? You talking about Billy Drago? Yeah, albino. He was <laughs> an albino and vamp. Mm, yep. All right, so I got I still got to cast Charles Martin Smith. Oh, I'm sorry. I skipped ahead. It's a tough one. I know. And you cannot use Peter Tosh. I know. <sighs> okay. This is where I go for the uh, cross cross promotional John. Professional skateboarder Tony Hawk. So you only just, you, you got to the point where you're just casting Tonys. That's what <laughs> that's what happened. How many Tonys do I have? Tony Ja, <laughs> Tony Goldwyn. I didn't. I shut. <laughs> spoiler, spoiler alert. I got offered it. Speaking of, I got offered today an email, an interview op- opportunity with Antonio Sabato Jr. For what? <laughs> Doesn't matter. Are you casting Tony Hawk only because you want to see him shot down in the elevator? No, I'm. I'm casting Tony Hawk because. My reimagining of Untouchables has a fucking half-pipe sequence that'll <laughs> knock you solid. That's how they find the accountant character. Really? They recruit him at a fucking in an abandoned pool. So he's still going to play the bino? <laughs> so if you want to go to Frank Nitty, Billy Drago's character, right. who the moon is playing him on yours, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> E.T.'s moon. E.T.'s moon. That's a good idea. It's better than Drew Barrymore. I'm, I'm going to... I feel that my ideas run out of gas. <laughs> now let me say back that up twenty minutes ago, <laughs> and say it then. Can you imagine, Steve? Flash forward ten minutes. Okay, we are casting. Yeah, we're casting the Canadian Mountie who escorts <laughs> them to the cabin. And in Justice's version, the Canadian Mountie is played by a house covered in plastic. <laughs> With the, so. Frank Nitty, the toughest badass, gets pushed off a building. Yeah. Nice house. No, I, nice I remember, house covered in plastic. I remember Frank Nitty, and for this, this next casting, I had to go all the way to the middle of nowhere, um, Scotland, basically. I had to go into the Highlands. There was this one little pub in the middle of nowhere, at least last we heard. But I found this guy, and I pulled him out from obscurity. And you know what I'm talking about. Nah. <laughs> so let me let me go ahead and tell you my cast. DJ Qualls is Elliot Ness. Perfect. Hugh Quarsh is Al Capone. Incredible. Bruce McGill is George Stone. Dead on. Peter question. Tosh is the, the character in the elevator. Unavailable. Frank Nitty. Is Mark Pillow. Mark Pillow. Mark. My Facebook friend. Marcus Pillow. <laughs> Nuclear man. And, and he says more than kill Superman in this one. Okay. He says, kill Ness. Nice. Nice. See, Ness. I, mi- I mixed it up there a little bit. You did. I have an eclectic cla- an eclectic cast. That's for sure. Frank, also difficult to say. Frank Nitty, in my feature, Yeah. I'm going with exactly who you would expect in this kind of way. Like, like fucking casting central. I'm just going right down the fucking middle. Same as always. What you always expect. You're casting a ruthless, cold-blooded assassin reptilian, not an albino, Kevin Pollock. You love Kevin Pollock. Frank Nitty. 
You love him. I, I, that's why I cast him. Would you dye his hair and give him red contacts? Kevin Pollock is a chameleon. Except smaller. He played E.T. Short. <laughs> is he doing? <laughs> is he doing the Shatner impression? No, it's just, it's just honest it's just to God acting. Kevin Pollock. Directing it in lieu of Brian De Palma. Yeah. You got to cast. You got to direct it. You, who's? Oh, I got it. It's uh, simple. <laughs> <laughs> Do I have to say it? Has he worked with these actors before? I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna give you the initials, okay? SS. See Kyle. <laughs> Steven Summers. <laughs> I'm gonna get Jodie Foster to drag mine. You know, I'm, I'm going in the same vein. And that mine is a woman mm-hmm. as well. And used loosely. But uh, let me run down my cast first. Because I, I, I omitted. <laughs> I, I wish. Omitted. I wish <laughs> I you would run down that cast. I left Holy out fuck. the main guy. Please I use a garbage I truck. Out, I left out my Malone. They can actually crawl out of the back of the garbage truck and you can run them <laughs> over with the garbage truck. <laughs> DJ Qualls run them down. is Elliot Ness. DJ Qualls. Hugh Quarshie is Al Capone. Yeah. Jason Connery is Malone. Bruce McGill is George Stone. Right. Is that be Petri? Uh, it's gonna be trouble, trouble like <laughs> trying to cat to get these guys all being available Pe- at one time. Peter Tosh is the character in the elevator. <laughs> Mark Pillow. Mark Pillow is Frank Nitti, and the director. First time. Is that this his is real how name? confident I am. Do you think that's Mark Pillow? You think Pillow's his real name, or did he? Is that actually his stage name? It's his it, bed name. Now look, first it's time like Mark Twain, sort of. His real name is Samuel Bedding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor. First time director, giving the reins to her because I have full confidence in her, and she had full input during the script. The script, she had none at all during casting. <laughs> but during the scripting, which means the writing, of course, the director of My Untouchables, <laughs> the imitable Gates McFadden. <laughs> Steve, did you hear that Roger Ebert died? Did his lower half die? Did his lower jaw die or did it disappear? All of those toys were in my mother, who is also dead. Now you know who I am, though, anyway. You know the king of what? King of
Wow, 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 wow,